Good day, everyone. I am Tony P, and this is Tony P Podcast. Let's get into it from WTVM9, a, a station here uh, out of Columbus, Georgia. But this took place in Modesto, California. A California man was arrested after he allegedly forced the driver of a tanker truck carrying red wine to pull over. He climbed on board and he began drinking from the truck as the truck drove down the highway. Yeah, you heard that right. He climbed on board and he began drinking from the truck as the truck continued down the highway. The dash cam video from a Cherokee Freightlines tanker truck hauling bulk red wine through Modesto allegedly shows suspect 39-year-old Gabriel Moreno in a sedan putting his hazard lights on and directing the truck to the side of the highway. This is some 2020 baller level stuff. I've been watching um Money Heist on Netflix and this is up there. This is the cow they robbed the dang Bank of Spain. This dude pulls a a wine truck over. Believing he may have had a mechanical problem, the truck driver pulled over only to see Moreno get out of his car wearing just underwear. He ran to the passenger side of the truck and out of the view of the camera. As the driver pulled back on the freeway, another onboard camera captured the suspect jumping back into view and onto the wine truck. With no shirt and no shoes, Moreno rode up to the side of the tanker, climbed underneath it at freeway speeds, fast and furious style, people. The truck driver called the California Highway Patrol after he noticed a dashboard gauge showing he was losing fluids. Hundreds of gallons of red wine. I've listened to the radio. I've listened to thousands of calls. This one is up there in the top 10, said Officer Tom Olson. The individual was able to release the wine from under the tanker. He placed himself under the tanker in such a manner. The best way to describe it was somebody doing snow angels. I have no idea what that means. I would imagine he's like holding on you know, suckling. I don't know. I, I don't mean to be weird, but that's the only thing I can think of. I don't know what a snow. Oh, I guess maybe if he's reaching out, holding on as, as I do on the show, I have questions. My, my biggest question was this, was this preconceived? Did this dude go out there and he's like today, you know, I like at his house, does he have like the, the, the pin board with, the all the pictures and the string like all right we're gonna go here and on this time does he know the routes of the wine trucks okay at uh you know 2300 hours the truck's gonna go here and i'm gonna block it and at fake an accident and then hop on or was he just driving along in his underwear and was like oh snap a wine truck today's the day From THV11, that sounds fake. Uh, apparently a CBS affiliate, Little Rock, Arkansas. Oh, I, this was one of my favorites this week. Jessica Crop, 38 years old, was arrested after the flipping police officer. Okay, so flipping is a city in Arkansas. After the flipping police officer who pulled her over found that she had five outstanding warrants for her arrest. According to the affidavit, the arresting officer pulled crop over for driving with expired tags. It's always the expired tags. Listen up, criminals. If you listen or do this podcast or watch the videos, you shouldn't do what you're doing. You shouldn't do bad things. But dang it, man, 
get your tags updated. That gets everybody. I think it got, um, I don't know, a couple serial killers, uh, gangsters, tags and broken taillights. You know, get those fixed. Get those handled. Uh, the officer ran Crop's name through the system and proceeded to arrest her after there wasn't only a confirmation of suspended license, but five active warrants as well. So it's a license plus five. Failure to appear warrant out of flipping. Two failure to appear warrants out of Marion County. A failure to appear warrant out of Mountain Home. And a non-payment of fine. According to court documents, the officer said, Are you serious? <laughs> Which is... Which is really the only thing you can say after he noticed a small plastic bag full of what appeared to be meth tied in a hair bow in her hair. If you're watching the video, man, there's an image of it. It's a cute hair bow. I'm just saying, you know, he said, you have a bow in your hair made from a bag of meth. She said, I didn't know that was here. Someone else put it there and I didn't know what it was. Ignorance, man. Go, you know. They got to prove that you knew. Crop was also found with various drug paraphernalia and allegedly cooperated with the police. She was arrested for possession of methamphetamine or cocaine with the purpose to deliver possession of drug paraphernalia, driving on a suspended license, and no liability insurance. See? Get your affairs in order before you're going to peddle meth. That's the, that's the, the moral of today's story. CNN out of Georgia, my home state. I live here. I like it. Don't always agree, but it's my home state. The sweaty palms on the steering wheel, the repeated exclamations of sorry, the nervous glances from the examiner. They're all part of the dreaded road test, which for decades has been a rite of passage for every American teenager to obtain their driver's license. Well, that is until now. I'd been nervous about the driving test with the parallel parking and all that, said 17-year-old Willa Peavy from Tucker, Georgia. I was so happy I didn't have to do it. Neither did thousands and thousands of other teens in Georgia. All of them got their license without taking an official road test. It's Georgia's way of handling the backlog of the thousands of road requests that have been put on hold thanks to the coronavirus. I get it, man. Coronavirus is crazy. It is unlike anything we've seen before. Everything is shut down. People can't go get their Applebee's and, you know, want to get out of the house. I get it. I really do. However, at the end of the day, it is my opinion that you have to make the best decision to keep people safe, you know, and that, that's what a lot of these uh coronavirus um you know precautions and things are about keeping people safe let's keep people safe let's keep people from getting sick let's keep people safe all right got it agree 100 percent. you know it doesn't keep people safe just putting kids out there driving that didn't even take a driving test you know whatever here you just fill it out online now you can drive good luck out there i hate it but i just you heard it here first folks we're going to look back in 10 years and be like, there was an odd spike in road accidents in Georgia. Yeah, it's because no road test. In fact, just recently, the state's Department of Driver Services released just how many teens had their permits upgraded 
since the row test waiver was announced. You ready? You sitting down? Are you standing up watching videos? I don't know what you do. Anyway, the number 19,483 teens. I live in Georgia. I got to drive out there eventually one of these days when all this shuts down and we open back up. So now there's 19,000 plus 20,000 people out there. You know how hard it is to drive in Atlanta? I've driven through LA traffic. I, I like to think I'm a decent driver. Atlanta's crazy, man. And so now there's 19,000 people that didn't even have to parallel park. Tell you what, if that's if your kids are one of those people, take them out. Do your own driving test. Do something. Be safe, people. Fox News out of Texas. And I can tell you now, I one of my favorite things. I like these articles. They always crack me up. But one of my favorite things is when they put these dumb puns. You ready? Because it's off the bat. Fox News, Texas. He was caught red meat handed. Now, what makes this bad is you don't know the story yet. You don't know what's going on. So this makes no sense. That sentence alone makes absolutely no sense. Even when you know what's going on, it's it's not that funny. It's a horrible pun, but at least after you know the story. So anyway, red meat handed. Authorities in Texas have identified an irate supermarket shopper who threw a steak at an employee after learning the store had implemented limits on the purchase of meat. The Leander Police Department says the suspect, who was captured in surveillance footage, I can't say that word, was shopping at a Heb, H-E-B, grocery store at approximately 7.30 in the morning on Sunday when they told him about the product limit. He then assaulted the cashier by throwing steak and lettuce at her. Why are you so angry at 7.30 in the morning, or are you just up from like the night before? I mean, I guess I'm angry at 7.30 in the morning, but angry and tired? Not angry enough to go to a store and then get mad and throw meat at people. I, it's it's that anger where you're like, yeah, whatever, forget it, and you just leave. But not this dude. Following the incident, Leander Police shared a photo of the suspect and his white Ford Fusion on Facebook. Try saying that three times fast. They're asking for the public's help in identifying the assailant, and they were able to positively identify the man. Thanks to everyone for their help. Damn, who... Uh, who snitched on the meat throwing dude? That's a bad place. You already had a bad day, and then folks snitched you out. Yeah, that's him. Leander police did not disclose what specific assault charges the suspect was facing, but the department's Facebook following was glad to see he was one step closer to justice. That's just awful, wrote one commenter. These workers are busting their tails and risking their own health every day to keep us fed, and people have to act like this. I would ban this man for life from using any grocery store. Another wrote, that's funny, I don't know how you would do that, but he just, I'd ban this man for life. He can starve. Heb, which operates over 340 stores in Texas and Mexico, is one of the several larger supermarket chains to impose a product limit on meats. The company's current policy, which was recently updated, restricts shoppers to five total packages of either fresh beef, ground beef, chicken, pork, or turkey. In fact, there's been a known meat shortage going around. Um, I read recently like one out of five Wendy's are don't have enough enough meat to, to stay open, to operate, which had one customer asking, where's the beef? Most of you probably aren't even old enough to know what what that is. 
All right. And for the last story of the week, KRQE out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. This one's going to be a little more uplifting than usual. I do have questions. I always have questions. But this is a positive one. We're going to end on a positive note for episode 9 or 10 or wherever we're at. It took that long. Not everyone would do what an Albuquerque teen just did. He found a bag full of $135,000 in cash laying near an ATM, and he turned it in. When 19-year-old Central New Mexico Community College student Jose Nunez Romanes called the police on Sunday, the story that unfolded got the attention of city leaders. Just recently, he was recognized for doing the right thing when no one was looking. That is awesome. Mr. Uh, Romanes, what a great opportunity for us to see some good in the community with all the tragedies we see with young people. This really restores our faith in the community, said police chief Mike Geyer. Geyer, along with Albuquerque mayor Tim Keller, presented Nunez with some tokens of appreciation, saying his actions on Sunday reflect the goodness in the community. Nunez was at the Wells Fargo ATM near Central and Juan Tabo on Sunday morning to get his money to go buy his grandpa some socks. Dog. That's, I mean, for real, that's nice, man. When he looked down, he saw a bag clear full of cash, $135,000. The teen immediately called the 1-800 number on the ATM and then the police. Uh, turns out the Wells Fargo subcontractor, whose job it is to fill the ATM, left it there by accident. Somebody is fired. <laughs> you had one job. One job. Uh, I, I work in an office. When I'm done with my day and I'm done with my task, I look around, make sure I got my pens, my paper, my envelopes are in the right place. Everything is good. I know a lot of people that uh, do construction and things. Tools are expensive. You know, so they that's the last thing you do. Hey, make sure we got all the tools, man. You got all the tools. Just want to make sure you got all the tools. Okay, now lock up the tools. You know, it's more expensive than tools. Straight cash, homie. Straight cash. How do you? And it's not a small bag. And I don't know what happened, man. It, went, it was under a leaf or something. He just straight up left. And then it did another. Oh, man. I'm so confused. I got questions. Um, was he by himself? So I see also a lot of times, uh, we have an ATM at my job and I'll see the Wells Fargo people come in in an armored truck and load and unload the, um, ATM. Usually there's two of them because if you're working on a machine or putting something in, you can't also watch your back. So one person puts money in, the other person is looking and watching for them. Nobody, nobody. Looked around, say, let's make sure. Did you did, just want to make sure? I just want to make sure nobody left a bag of somebody's salary plus then some just laying around. Yeah, they're fired. I the, and you know, and I ain't even mad at that. Like, dude, you can't you can't leave a bag of one hundred thirty five thousand dollars just oopsie. Hey, my bad. That's on me. When he goes in, they're like, oh, what the hell happened? Hey, my bad, dog. You know. It was Monday. Just had a bad day. Coronavirus. We all know the temptation, even just to take a little of one of those bundles off the top. I mean, it had to be really hard. Laughed the mayor. 
Uh, all joking aside, said Keller, I'm absolutely impressed. I'm impressed too. Whether you can believe that is divine or good luck or whatever, we were just talking about how the irony that his career is so far leaning towards criminal justice and he happens to be looking for a job and we happen to be hiring. No, uh-uh. I don't want your job. When asked uh, what went through his mind when he found the cash, Nunez replied, in the back of my head, I was just thinking about my parents, especially my mom, what she would do if I came home with the money and what she would do with her chancla to hit me. Y'all know the chancla? That's the um, the uh, the slipper that kids get smacked with. <laughs> now, this is what I call um, salt in the wound. PNN, which I guess is the police department, whatever, somebody, presented Nunez with a $500 check to put towards his tuition. El Patron also gave him a gift card and $500 cash reward. Also, Lobo football season tickets. And a signed Brian Erlacher football. You can keep all of that. Hey, dog, thanks for that $135,000. Here's $500? I'm looking. That needs to be like five grand, dude. Like, all right, cool. That made it worth it. The Albuquerque Police Department also gave the Nunez family a tour of the department's crime lab. You can keep that also. I feel like I feel like they owed that dude way more money than that. But good on him in all sincerity. I've been thinking, I saw this story earlier in the week and saved it to today to talk about. I've been thinking about it a lot. And I honestly don't know if I can do what this gentleman did. So good on him. Um, maybe as he gets older, he'll realize how much money $135,000 is. Um, but again, good on him. No one, no one can take that away. Uh, if you, yeah, send me an email. Now I want to know, would you, what would you do? All right, folks, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you got this far in the podcast, please rate and subscribe in your favorite app. You can even support the show, get commercial-free episodes, and submit your local news to be on the show. Just go to TonyPHenderson.com. It is all there. Until next time, you may have had a bad day, but at least you're not stuck on the road with 20,000 teen drivers who didn't have to take a driving test. Like me, because I live in Georgia. And my friends and family live in Georgia, and now we're stuck on the road with these people.